Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. I hope everyone slept well. It's 1039 in the morning on this lovely June 10th, 2022, Friday, June 10th. And uh, yeah, I'm just giving y'all a heads up. If I, I might have to stop this recording midway, if I get a phone call back, I'm doing phone tag right now with the people at Mazuma Credit Union. It's looking like I got that position. Uh, just got to wait to hear from the HR and iron out the details of salary and next process and all that. So because usually if you don't get the job, they just send you an email thanking you for your time. Shoot, sometimes you don't even get that, but you got to call it there and find out the hard way. All right. So. The, uh, this chapter, chapter 21 of Isaiah, we're reading on the Christian Standard Version, the Tony Evans Study Bible. For all you new listeners, we just read the word. You know, I throw my little two cents in as as I read something. If something stands out to me, I'll, you know, speak up, say something, cra- try to crack a corny joke or two. And then we read the Tony Evans notes, commentary at the bottom, and then close it out in prayer so here we go a pronouncement once again this is isaiah chapter 21 christian standard version the heading for this is a judgment on babylon a pronouncement concerning the desert by the sea like storms that pass over the negev it comes from the desert from the land of terror a troubling vision is declared to me the treacherous one acts treacherously man he's draw these like some bars I'm going to say that again. A pronouncement concerning the desert by the sea. Like storms that pass over the Negev, it comes from the desert, from the land of terror. A troubling vision is declared to me. The treacherous one acts treacherously, and the destroyer destroys. Advance, Alam, say, lay siege to you, Medes, or Medes. I will put an end to all the groaning. Therefore, I am filled with anguish. Pain grips me like the pain of a woman in labor. What do you know about a, a woman in labor, Isaiah? Of a <laughs> pain grips me like the pain of a woman in labor. Oh, that's my lady friend. Montana. All right. I am too perplexed to hear. I am too perplexed to hear. Too dismayed to see. My heart staggers. Horror. Horror terrifies me. He has turned my last glimmer of hope into sheer terror. It's good to know that I, that Mr. Isaiah is the only one that's dealt with feeling with being filled with terror. And if you're dealing with anxiety or any type of uh, panic attacks or fear of death and terror, being tormented, here you go. Isaiah dealt with that as well. Here we go. Prepare a table and spread out a carpet. Eat and drink. I need my little towel I put down for my leg and knees. When I read sometimes, reading this Bible, by my bedside, I, I'm in like a prayer position on my knees as I read it. So but normally I have this little towel I put down so I don't so my knees don't feel too it's a little more comfortable that way. A little more comfortable. I like to be comfortable. All right. Verse five. Prepare a table and spread out a carpet and eat eat and drink. Rise up, ye princes, and oil the shields. 
For the Lord has said to me, go, post a lookout, let him report what he sees. When he sees riders, pairs of horsemen, riders on donkeys, riders on camels, he must pay close attention. Then the lookout reported, Lord, I stand on the watchtower all day and I stay at my post all night. Look, riders come, horsemen in pairs. And he answered, saying, Babylon has fallen, has fallen. All the images of her gods have been shattered on the ground. That's about to be the United States here in a little bit. We're going to get our act together. Uh, Verse 10. My people who have been crushed on the threshing floor, I have declared to you what I have heard from the Lord of armies, the God of Israel. All right, a pronouncement against Duma. Verse 11, a pronouncement concerning Duma. One calls to me from Seir. Watchman, what is left of the night? Watchman, what is left of the night? The watchman said, morning has come and also night. If you want to ask, ask, come back again. All right, a pronouncement against Arabia. Verse 13, a pronouncement concerning Arabia. In the desert brush, you will camp for the night. You caravans of Dedanites, bring water for the thirsty, the inhabitants of the land of Tema, meet the refugees with food, for they have fled from swords, from the drawn swords, from the bow that is strung, and from the stress of battle. For the Lord said this to me, within one year as a hired worker counts years, all the glory of Kedar will be gone. The remaining Kedarite archers will be few in number, for the Lord, the God of Israel, has spoken." All right. I love when somebody says, I have spoken. (laughs) It means that's it. You better not come give me no lip. Word is bomb. Nothing else. Enough said. Shut it down. Mic drop. All right. Some Bible interpreters. Some Bible interpreters believe this message refers to Babylon's defeat by the Assyrian king Sennacherib, I like to just call him Rib, in 689 BC. Others believe it refers to the Persian Empire's conquest of Babylon in 539 BC. All right. There was a Duma in Arabia that was conquered by Assyria in the 7th Assyria in the 7th century BC. But Seir was located in, located in Edom. I remember Edomites with the reds. All right. The desert tribes in Arabia would also suffer at the hands of the Assyrians. Tima was an oasis whose water would be needed for thirsty refugees when Assyria attacked. Thirsty. Thirsty refugees. Interesting. Thirsty Fugees. All right, Lord. Thank you for this word. Thank you for all that you've done. Where it was pretty straightforward today. Babylon's about to get destroyed. A lot of people about to get destroyed. Judgment. Lord, United States, Lord, pray for revival in our country, revival in our city here in KC, and pray to spread throughout the world during this time of June Pride Month. Oh Lord, pray that Christians would take pride in you, Lord. Pride in your goodness, your faithfulness, and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. You're a good father. You're a gracious father. There's no one like you. Fill us with your power, your love, your power. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your power, love, 
joy, peace, kindness, patience, self-control. I always stop there. I need to go look at the fruit, the fruit of the spirit, the rest of the attributes of the fruit of the spirit. Just thank you, God. I pray as I go out here and pick up folks, help me to be bold in my faith, bold in my testimony. And give me the word to say if there's something you want me to say to somebody, that they will sense your presence, your love. And just know that you're a good father, you're a gracious father, you're a kind father. There's nothing that I can do to earn your grace, to earn cool points with you. Uh, I'm simply this cool because of your son Jesus dying for me and living on the inside. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I'll holler. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages or the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.